Good morning. Sheriff Mike Chapman has been fighting a wrongful termination lawsuit since 2017. He argues he can fire his deputies for supporting a different candidate for office. And once again, a court has said he's right. For Wednesday, May 15th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. The 14th annual Dulles Greenway Drive for Charity is coming Thursday, May 16th. Drive the Greenway for a faster commute and a great cause. 100% of the day's tolls will be donated to seven Loudoun Charities and the Greenway Scholarship Fund. Again, it's all day Thursday, May 16th. To find out more, visit DullesGreenway.com. That's DullesGreenway.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. More than a year since the first arguments were filed in the latest round of former Loudoun County Sheriff's Office Detective Mark McCaffrey's legal battle against Sheriff Mike Chapman, a divided federal appeals bench has dismissed McCaffrey's wrongful termination suit. Two of three panel judges ruled that federal district court judge Anthony Trango was right to dismiss McCaffrey's $6.3 million lawsuit. One appeals judge dissented, arguing his colleagues had gone too far, expanding a sheriff's ability to fire any deputy for political reasons. McCaffrey immediately requested a rehearing en banc, or in other words, in front of every judge on the entire Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals bench. This request has the support of the Southern States Police Benevolent Association, which filed an argument backing McCaffrey. In 2017, McCaffrey sued Chapman and the county government after he was among a handful of employees who were not re-sworn for supporting a different candidate in the 2015 Republican primary election for sheriff. McCaffrey alleged his right to freedom of expression had been violated, but in October, Judge Anthony Tranga dismissed the suit. Tranga cited court precedent, giving public officials broad authority to fire people in policymaking positions for political reasons, and a 1997 case in North Carolina that found deputies of sheriff's offices are, in effect, policymakers. McCaffrey appealed that decision the same day. McCaffrey's case alleges, quote, a dynamic of intimidation generated by rudeness, lies, and insulting behavior towards his colleagues, punctuated by screaming and fits of rage, capped by campaigns of unrelenting retaliation by any means against the perpetrators of every perceived slight or difference of opinion, end quote. During oral arguments, Judge J. Harvey Wilkinson III said McCaffrey's complaint reads like a political soundbite. Chapman's attorney, Alexander Frankozinko of Cook, Craig, and Frankozinko PLLC in Fairfax, said it is inappropriate to put Chapman through discovery. To, to drag the elected official through through discovery process, which is a continuing political smear, which I would argue that's the underlying motivation of, of this case, is, is, is completely inappropriate. And, and, and it really has an impact on, on the sheriff and his ability to, to run his, his, his organization. The Southern States Police Benevolent Association filed an amicus brief supporting McCaffrey's request for a hearing before the entire circuit bench. The PBA wrote, quote, 
Chapman's practices fit the mold of what often happens when a sheriff implements a patronage scheme to attempt to extort re-election and personal graft, resulting public corruption and undermined law enforcement. These old-fashioned sheriff's political patronage schemes still thrive and breed a broad range of corruption and catastrophe for police families, end quote. The PBA cited the dissenting judge's opinion in which Judge Robert Bruce King wrote, quote, Merely by performing law enforcement activities, any beat cop in our bailiwick can now be fired for not having the right political association, end quote. Anyway, we'll see where this thing goes. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Claude Moore Charitable Foundation has made a $25,000 grant to the Loudoun Literacy Council to help the nonprofit create a more robust reserve fund, adding to a big fundraising year so far. The foundation issued this grant as a challenge grant, and the Loudoun Literacy Council has already begun raising the money to match it. The nonprofit passed its fundraising goal during this year's, uh, this year's Give Choose, raising more than $5,300. Claude Moore Charitable Foundation Deputy Executive Director Lynn Tadlock said they hope to see the Loudoun Literacy Council continue to innovate and grow their adult, children, and family programs to help participants improve their English skills and work toward achieving their fullest potential. The grant follows a separate $60,000 grant from the Claude Moore Foundation in early 2019, a $10,000 grant from the Community Foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties, and an $8,000 grant from the Dollar General Literacy Foundation in early May, among others. Founded in 1980, Loudoun Literacy Council works to teach English communication skills and provide literacy resources to help low-income adults and children to become self-sufficient and achieve their personal and professional goals. About 32,000 Loudoners struggle with the English language, and about 30% of Loudoun County households speak a language other than English at home. Loudoun Literacy Council serves those families through programs in the schools, libraries, at job sites, and with classes and tutoring. As a matter of full disclosure, I am a member of the Board of Directors of the Loudoun Literacy Foundation, and I am quite pleased with this. The second suspect in last month's robbery at the Sugarland Drive 7-Eleven store is behind bars. According to the sheriff's office, Abdul R. Abid, 25, of Herndon, was taken into custody on May 10th as part of the ongoing investigation. Detectives arrested the other suspect, Zion Raymond, 19, on May 2nd on Brookfield Circle in Sterling. During the robbery on April 24th, the suspects entered the convenience store at about 12.40 a.m. and walked around the front counter. One of the suspects pushed an employee toward the cash register and demanded he open it. One man removed cash from the cash register while the second suspect removed money from the victim's wallet. The men threatened to harm the employee if he called the police. No weapons were displayed during the robbery. Both men have been charged with robbery, conspiracy to commit robbery, grand larceny, and wearing a mask in public. And the south side of Leesburg is about to get much busier as traffic starts flowing on a new Dulles Greenway exit ramp. This comes just days before next week's scheduled opening of the Super Walmart in the 550-acre Compass Creek development. Exit 2B, expected to open today, will allow westbound Greenway traffic to jump off the toll road before the Route 7 terminus to access the shopping center and Battlefield Parkway. No tolls will be collected at the exit-only ramp. The Leesburg Walmart on Edwards Ferry Road is slated to close Tuesday with operations beginning at the larger Compass Creek location on Wednesday. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, McDowell Brew Kitchen in Leesburg will be hosting karaoke on the beach tonight at 5.30 p.m. Take the tiki stage by yourself or with friends and be a star. Bear Chase Brewery is hosting bingo and brewskis tonight from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And Black Walnut Brewery in Leesburg is hosting music trivia tonight from 6.45 to 8.45. Tonight's theme, Name That TV Show. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, make a Morning Minute TV show. But I'm kind of busy, so hey, you know, maybe you could star in it to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Okay.